and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your disappointing margin, no Perito, and I'm here with our caper crew. Lisa Condemi, switching my positions for flu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. That's beautiful. It's Ashley Goodwin, out for the night after a terrible fight. It's the ex-girlfriend of Smite, Levitt Maycare. Very good, Wynn. I like that one. I wanted to do a whistle tone, but I couldn't reach it. (laughs) (laughs) Some people can't tell the difference between Falou and Ariana Grande. It's true. It's true. And Ariana, thank you for being in the the studio today. People think he's singing along in his cubicle, but really, he just keeps getting scared. (laughs) (laughs) Are you singing that new Ariana song? Uh, well, check your pockets, gang. You'll find that you've been robbed. I've taken all of last week's episode, and I have it here as a recap. Oh, I was like, whoa. You had me nervous. <laughs> yeah, were like, Wait, did you delete it? We haven't released it yet. <laughs> Start it again. <laughs> last time, we met Levin Maycare and Falou Anduvet, employees of the weapons manufacturer Glockheed Industries, who had recently received a contract to begin production of the Empire's new automaton army. A lot of, everyone was drinking at that moment. I thought everyone was just going to spit their drinks out for some reason. Actually, I just made strong, strong, <laughs> strong efforts not to make noise while drinking a Gatorade and a nice coffee. <laughs> really? And we were still disruptive. It, uh, here's the thing. Audio-wise, n- no, you're good. <laughs> Did I visually see and think that you both were about to go <laughs> for some reason? I don't know. but I was on the verge. Okay. <clears throat> both were in very difficult places. Levitt, having brought in the contract and once again been denied the satisfaction of acknowledgement and acceptance, and Falou, in a similar, although very different situation, was an incredibly low-ranking and underappreciated employee, having worked worked for 15 years at the company without any upward mobility. After Levitt fired her assistant in reactionary response to him reminding her of the party tonight, Falou got the opportunity to prove himself. Having been sent up to Mrs. Maycare's floor to get her to sign some paperwork, his compliments and instant submissiveness made him an ideal candidate for the job. Honestly, and also my boyfriend, maybe. Compliments and being submissive. (laughs) As a sort of test, he would accompany Levitt to a corporate party happening on the observation floor of GI Tower and prove his aptitude for the role on the fly. The first challenge came shortly after coat check, when Miss Maycare was confronted by her long-standing rival, Angelica Celestana, and her crew, Hansel Hefeschutz and Michelle Blanchet. Fuse already lit from the day's frustrations, Levitt didn't play the usual games that society demands, choosing instead to try and truly reveal what she thought of her rival slash school time bully. Kind of difficult to tell. We made out once at a party. Oh, it comes out <laughs> in the intro, baby. Angelica was unfortunately unfazed, brushing the comments off as a joke before attempting to get a rise out of her through commenting on her connection to Navarre. Playing off that, Hansel suggested that Levitt give a toast to the CEO's incredible work bringing in this contract, drawing the attention of the party to force her to speak. She did a decent job, but 
The cherry on top was her father coming in at the end to steal the moment to brag about himself. What else is new? What else is new? Furious and unable to fake it any longer, Levitt asked Falou if he'd want to grab drinks elsewhere, leading the two to embark on a tour of the bars of the Goldmine District. Sure, how long could it take? 7 p.m.? 8 p.m.? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll once, be back in time for dinner. Once they were thoroughly smashed, Levitt got a bit nostalgic, asking if Falou would join her to visit an old haunt with delicious food and cheap drinks. An old haunt. Falou, still desperate to prove himself and thankful she was using her corporate card, agreed, and the two headed down the stairs of the subway station to catch the rail. The Krispies are the best Falou's eaten in months. <laughs> oh, God. The trip quickly took a turn for the chaotic when the train stopped at a station where a number of black-robed warriors were assailing a few innocent goblin urchins. Without a second thought, Levitt leapt into action, forcing Falou to follow. While he contacted the station authorities, Levitt used her magic to disrupt the attack and force the leader of these warriors to focus on them and not the innocent goblins. From here, things continued to spiral, as this drow warrior nearly cut down and strangled both of our would-be heroes. However, together they were able to stave off death and disorient their enemies long enough for two guards of the Golden Fist and one of the older automatons to enter the fray. The black-robed warriors disengaged, knowing that their prize was lost and not wanting to risk interacting with the Empire's forces. The goblins, however, were not so lucky, as the automaton used its ability to cast Fireball to incinerate them as they ran, only one of them managing to escape. Levin and Falou managed to escape into another sprawl-bound train, and as they left the destruction in their wake, they reflected on the Empire and both of their situations. They resolved to have a nightcap at the Drunken Drake before Falou's first day as her assistant, and a few minutes later, they found themselves entering into the beloved tavern, the bartender and owner, Barley, serving them. While there, they watched a handsome young man come down and order some snacks in the form of crunchies for him and his friend upstairs. <laughs> Barley obliged, and after Levin flew, ordered the, a batch for themselves, the former convinced the latter that they should head upstairs to figure out what was going on. Falou initially thought Levitt was proposing some sort of inappropriate workplace relationship, but after they heard the voices from the inside the man's room, they quieted down to listen. It turned out that this man and his ally were planning on pulling some sort of sabotage heist on Glockheed. Despite hearing much of the conversation, one false step led to their position being revealed. The door burst open to Landscorcher, a known criminal pointing his blade right at their throats, demanding they answer why he shouldn't kill them right then. Having recognized the man from her past, Levitt dropped her disguise, revealing that she was not a human, but a tiefling who Landscorcher seemed to know. And that is where we are right now now. Oh, man. There's a long pause before Landscorcher pulls off his mask to reveal the man from downstairs. Jaw dropped before quickly recovering, sheathing his sword and leaning against the doorframe to kind of block what's going on behind him. Levid Maycare, of all the dumpling joints in all the neighborhoods in all the plains, you walk into this one. This is, uh, you know, honestly not a great time. I'm, I'm flattered, what you, but what I'm you... really trying to focus on myself right now. And this is actually, uh, he points hey, over hey, his shoulder. Hey. Uh, this is this is just my um, my book club. This is just a book club. A I book read club. now. Wow. You do? What's the book? Uh, Kittle. What, what's the book? You um, have a book club and you don't know the book? I know the book. Uh, the book is, and Kittle and Smite look at each other and start mouthing at the same exact time to try Miss, to come up with the word. You've grown horns. Yes. Um, Who's this guy? This is my assistant. Sorcerer. 
Have you cast a, car- a curse? What? No. This is no, no, this no. is oh, Levin. No, no, no. This, this What this are is... you talking about? Philu, who was the um, person? It's here? time that I told you who I really am. This is it. So smite. Um more about You're just this. Gonna, that's cool. This You've been deceiving people still? That's still good enough for this? me. You don't owe me an explanation. Wow, that's a good assistant. Um the best assistant. And I look at Falou and I smile and nod. Yes, the best assistant. I look at Smite and I frown. Both of you, I guess, roll intimidation checks. (laughs) (laughs) And I frown. (laughs) Heavily. 11. (laughs) 22. (laughs) I think Smite just kind of looks past Baloo to 11 and goes, Baloo nods. Um, okay. Well, again, I heard what you were saying in there. Um, does the book have anything to do with... It's a history book. Thank you for reminding me. It's a history book. About what? Clock Heat Industries and how Why are you so interested? I could probably get you an interview if you wanted to work there. You work there? Yeah. I actually have quite a good position there. Hold on one second. <laughs> Door closes and you hear uh- some quiet whispering going on between them in the background. He shouldn't. Close that door in your face. I rap on the door again. Hold on one minute. Just whispering back and forth. And after a moment, the door opens again. What will it take you to forget that you saw any of this and just go? It's surprising to me that you spent the last five years becoming the most well-known terrorist in town. Okay. And And by surprising, I mean not at all surprising. Well... I guess if by terrorist you mean freedom fighter. Listen, I'm not judging. That, that was a non-judgmental um, quip. I'd like to uh, just to check in with your assistant. The word terrorist does that seem judgmental or non-judgmental as a word? Falu, you don't have to answer that, but you can if you want to. Oh yes, uh, I knew right away. You were that landscorcher. We'll tell the bartender unless you let us in on your plan. Yeah. I. S- he doesn't really. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, you know. I mean, it's been a long time. Why don't I we just? Do you have? Do you have some time to catch up? I saw you. I was down at the bar, and I thought it might be nice to see a familiar face. We're having again. You should be grateful that Miss Maycare is willing to pencil you in. She has time now. I think if Levin- you would like to join our <laughs> meeting, feel free. So long as you don't go screaming out the window towards to guards. Okay. And I like mischievously look at Falu again and I say, why don't we sit in the back and um, listen to you talk about your book club in quotation marks. Smite stands out of the way and opens the door further so you can enter in. I grab the crunchies out of his hand and I sit what next, are my crunchies? I sit next to Falu and we start <laughs> eating them like popcorn. Miss, should we really negotiate with terrorists? There's no negotiating. We're just listening. We're just this Think of it like a your first pitch meeting. Oh. Like it's um like it's um piranha tank. <laughs> <laughs> I do love piranha tank. A great halfling show. Great halfling mm. show. Okay. Um you guys enter into this small one bedroom because they're smaller than sharks, so it's a halfling. <laughs> oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. There's a lot of puzzle looks <laughs> at the table, folks. I had to clarify. Like only for halflings. Okay. <laughs> Why would that be the case? It's just because everyone's a little smaller there. You enter into this small one bedroom, walls 
covered with wanted posters, intricate maps of the subways and many of the structures, scribbled notes and stolen documents, all of it pinned and linked via string. The room itself has piles of general supplies, things that would be good for, you know, like long-term storage. We're talking canned foods, dried foods, um, um, various like blankets and clothes. Um, you also see that inside of this insane study as there is no bed therefore you cannot really truly call it a bedroom um you see that there is another individual a small gnomish woman with bright eyes and red orange hair soot on her university sweatshirt and overalls as well as her ruddy skin sitting on a cushion amongst a variety of strange technology uh she has what looks like a Bluetooth-esque stone in her ear that glows with a reddish light, a type of communication device similar to a speaking stone. She dresses like a mechanic. Uh, subtle pieces of advanced tech hint at someone who is far more skilled than she may appear. Smite gestures uh, towards the cushions, and you guys take your seats. Uh, begin to munch on the crunch. <laughs> is Kittle the, or is this person the only other person in the room? No. Yes. Um, for those of you who know the main campaign, uh, it looks like Jerry and Crystalix are not in the room. It's just Smite and Kittle here. Um, and so Smite takes a look at the two of you as he closes the door quietly, and you are left in this very cluttered space. So let me introduce myself to you. Um, my name is Smite Altrui, also known as the Freedom Fighter, Land Scorcher. This is my associate, and he gestures over to the gnome who rises and extends a little hand towards you um, and goes, Kittle Moonsong McGree, be at your service. Uh, and again, we are not terrorists, and we're not a gang. We're not an arcanist gang. We are an order of elite warriors sworn to protecting magic and ensuring that all people have access to it. And also I do some, you know, light vigilante work to ensure that my people are kept safe. Well, that's nothing new. I feel like that's your MO. I look over to Kittle and I outstretch a hand like very businesslike. And uh, I say, oh, your sweatshirt. Go fisties. Go fisties. Yeah. She shakes her hand. Uh, he's just like, what the what? I do my fisties? best. I do my best. Like, oh, hi, girlfriend. Like, try and like be like befriend the ex's best friend so that the ex is on so the house. quickly. <laughs> you see, um, Smite is immediately like brow furrowed as he watches Kittle, like strong handshake to you, nodding and smiling. And then goes to you, Falu, and goes, so nice to meet you. Hello. Um, I flu feels like a little nervous about communicating with these people implicating himself in this plan that he just heard to break into his place of work where he's just solidified a new position. <laughs> but seeing Levid go along with it, he presumes a very professional looking face. Hello, lovely to meet you. My name is Flu and Duvet. I am Ms. Maycare's personal assistant. If you need anything of her, please feel free to ask me. A pleasure to meet you, and I certainly will. Um, you guys take your seats by the window, I assume. I pressed a digitation. The window is still that we sit on. <laughs> you see, you see, it goes from a like deep um, shade of brown to a like light, very light mahogany sort mm. of color. Should have been dusted a mm. long time ago. <laughs> Falu white gloves the place. 
Oh, don't do that. Uh, uh, no reason, but don't um, do it, okay? <laughs> I like make my 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 body as small as it can be, like sitting on the sitting on the the windowsill, and I have the bag of crunchies, and I kind of like cross my legs, like waiting for the pitch, and I share the crunchies with Philu. Okay, like popcorn. Okay, so what did you hear? Everything. I look over at Falu like, okay. <laughs> I can't even decide if that's really a deception check because, I mean, you did hear a I, lot of it. I so. think it's kind of a deception check. <laughs> Do you want to try and roll for it? Yeah, Falu just wants him to think that there's, like, nothing we don't know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I missed the beginning or something. <laughs> we're fully informed. There's nothing that we don't know. We were here before you were. Twelve. <laughs> Right. Okay, so... Most of it. Most of it. Why don't you give us the pitch? The elevator pitch, if you will. Olivier pitch. Thank you. As you know, because you work at Glockheed, um, and you can tell that he's uh, a little thrown off by this fact, but is trying not to show that, your company recently took over production for a new branch of the automatons the Empire plans to use to push their borders north and south. But they won't stop there. They'll use these machines to oppress and destroy any who oppose them inside the borders as well. They see us as expendable parts, fuel for the fires of imperialism. From their creation to their purpose, these machines and the methods they make them with are pure evil. So, one of our associates gave us the idea to delay production. To... And he looks to Kittle, and Kittle nods. Alter the schematics to ensure that they wouldn't have those um, nefarious aspects that we're worried about. That they wouldn't be a threat to the common citizens. Because that is the concern. And you guys can give me an insight check um, as he describes their plan. It's a dirty 20. Okay. It's a 27. Okay. Both of you kind of clock this. There's something that Smite isn't necessarily going into when it comes to why he's so viscerally upset about the automatons in general. And on top of that, and perhaps like more prevalent, is that the sabotage that he is clearly looking to do is not simply going to just be like, we make them so they can only hurt the enemies of the Empire. It's possible that... I mean, and maybe you draw the conclusion because he's clearly not a fan of the Empire that he would prefer to disable them or make them completely useless to the Empire rather than just like, you know, oh, they won't, don't worry, they won't, I'll make it so they won't harm citizens when he's really being like, I'm looking to try and disable this entire army in like one move. Falu raises his hand. Uh, yes, uh, question. Are you sure Glockheed's evil? I feel like I would have noticed if we were evil. I know. It feels like you've you've been here for such a long time. I don't know. I, I okay. I see me. what you're I saying. I see the day to day. Like I know, like some people, you know, who shall remain nameless, are extremely evil up at the top. Like all billionaires are bad. There should be none. But uh, I can't. I think that Glockheed has done a lot of good. Um, you know, after I got out of school and started working there, I felt like. I could change things from the inside at Glockheed and that they would they might be receptive to that. Doris, my cubicle mate, she's very nice. Okay, so we're kind of having a little forced 
uh, through the trees sort of situation here. I listen. What if? How about I? Do, it's it's you, harder for the pieces of a machine to. Okay, how do I describe this? You've always Picture not a been a fan of this, though. <laughs> you've always not been a fan of of these types of things, and I think that that's you know it was a sticking point for us. Listen, the, I don't want to get into that Fuller right eats now. Krispies very fast. <laughs> no, stop this. Okay, this is not a show. Well, what's is... what's really bothering you about it? What this what isn't... really what's what's how is this different from anything else? Any other technological advancement? Any other sort of technology warfare this... thing? Why does it bother you so much? The be... stapler can be used for evil. I've seen what these things can do. I've seen what... <laughs> Lou how... takes it out like a butterfly knife. <laughs> As you flick it, it's like slow. Each one of the staples pops out and suits <laughs> back in. It's my crossbow, guys. <laughs> Smite shuts his mouth for a moment. Takes a deep, deep breath as the two of you cackle at his plan. Look, I've seen how these things are made. I've seen what they can do. That type of technology, whatever pro you may put, be putting in its column, the cons far outweigh it. What do you, get, get to the point of it. You like your jobs? I love my job. Do you want to keep your jobs? I just look at him and I don't answer. You don't want, you don't want to know, but what I can tell you is that they are not just machines. They are not shields for the Empire's safety. And they're far worse than swords. And in a perfect world, we wouldn't need either. And I'm saying that. And he pats the sword by his side. And I think Levid, that does strike you as different. The, the, the smite you knew way, way, way back when, that man craved a way to release his rage upon the system. This man has genuine concern and fear in his eyes. But since you're here, Perhaps you could, I don't open the door for us, right? Wow. That would, I mean, wow. listen, you wanted in on the meeting. Wow. It looks Kittle, can you like they want to this? schedule a follow-up. Look, it's not that complicated. We haven't figured out the exact My details. freelance rate is very high. Well, you're never going to get in from the top like you were talking about. I Listen, I, and you see Smite go like, <laughs> I said it. I, I wink, I told I wink you. at Falu, like, good one. <laughs> Um, you see Kittle touches a uh, finger to the stone and goes, Internet, do you mind providing some visuals? And you see it glow and a voice is emitting. <laughs> you got it, bestie. No. <laughs> no. Some glyphs on the tech. I pull out up. a dagger and spin around looking for an enemy. <laughs> no, 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 nothing to fear here. Just the Scarlet Fang. It's it's some tech I invented, and this the is what. And she presses in now these like this um, these pieces of technology that are kind of glowing and assembles them into a sort of cube that emits this image, this this major image that is Lockheed Tower, a perfect outside model. Impressive. It's hollow. You know, we don't know the details, so we don't know exactly how to do this. And she nods to Falu, essentially bitterly acknowledging that entering from the top may not be great, <laughs> even if she thinks it is the great idea. Hmm. But we want to get in 
and alter the plans a little. If this kind of military tech hits the streets, there's no telling the kind of carnage it can unleash. If we could just make some adjustments, we could save lives and buy time for us to help those who would be in danger. Once we have a way inside and a knowledge of where the schematics are being held, I can do the rest. Interneb and I are working on corrupting things. Uh, we, I, I have plans. I, I can take care of it. You just need to get us into the building and maybe point us in the right direction of the, uh, I guess, uh, schematics room or wherever you think that information would be kept. I think we need to have um, a sidebar, actually. We're going to... We're going to just step outside for a second. Sure, that's totally fine. Quick we, lunch. We step outside. <laughs> Miss Make Hair needs a break. <laughs> you guys step outside into the I hallway. I flip my hair and I close the door. I turn around and make sure I contact with Smite. <laughs> he narrows his eyes. <laughs> that place is filthy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the work you did cleaning up my seat. That was very good. Thank you, Miss Make Hair. What do you think? I think I've had one too many drinks to make this decision right now. I um, need a little bit of guidance. Oh, I'm very concerned about what we saw in the subway, miss. I was thinking about that too. If my eyes were not um, seeing double from the many drinks that we had this evening. <laughs> two shit-faced people I keep barely eating. holding themselves up in this I keep, I keep eating the crunchies to try and like <laughs> get the alcohol down. Draining the grease like a shiv into my mouth. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, well, normally I would never say something like this, but it, it seemed a little evil the way they were just rounding so up careless. those goblins you know so careless and uh yeah i guess evil is the word it's interesting obviously i'm not a huge fan today of all days you have well you have much knowledge on the on the deal right well it is very top secret but since you're my new assistant we call it a friend da okay like an nda but, but for a friend. I will sign it with blood. Okay. Well, it's it's not an actual contract. That's just what they say. Okay, and moving on. The automatons are new age, and the tech that is used to power them, I, I, I saw S-chip in the schematics. I saw uh, some things that weren't necessarily a part of my knowledge in terms of the engineering of the weaponry because it would give Glockheed such a leg up over other companies and because it would be a shit ton of money if we kept this deal I just tried to get it through I wasn't really thinking about who it would affect because to me it was just just what we do well you worked hard on the deal and I don't want to see something that you worked so hard on be taken from you. Well, it already has been, really, hasn't it? Uh, I'm not getting any credit for this anyway, so in one hand... We what could do you mean? Why? Well, you saw what happened at the party. I, My father's taking full credit for it. I signed paperwork you brought to me to say that I don't have any ownership over this, and I'm not getting any credit for this, and I'm, you know... I assumed it was something you had carefully negotiated for. 
Oh, there's no negotiating with my father. Well, well then, screw them, right? Yes, right, but I don't know if you saw the man in there, but I'm not necessarily very confident. I don't know if they could pull this off. Well, if there is one person I know can delegate, can organize, and can make a thing happen from start to finish, it's you. I've had to sign off on many of the lesser paperwork <laughs> of your pla- of your projects, and uh, I've never seen you fail. Well, how do you feel about all of this? If you were to be caught, it could you wouldn't ever have another job in this industry, not just at Glockied. You'd be blacklisted forever. That's true. However, I do know someone who recently came into a very important position, and if I lose this one, maybe Brent would need, would be willing to take me on as an intern. Brent was one <laughs> of the nicest interns you had met. As an off-the-books, unpaid. Under the table, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I've always made it work. I'll How about this? Work. We don't have to make a decision right now. That's true. We don't have to make a decision right. right now. We could, we could help. And we could back out. We could make it so that we benefit from this. And nothing gets blamed on us. And I think you both see an opportunity here. I think you both see that there is a chance that you could use this as an opportunity to get revenge. To take what is yours from a company and a system that has long treated you as if you were just cogs in a machine. But you also see an opportunity to use this information, use the fact that you know who Lance Scorcher is and what he is planning to expose this heist to get a leg up. You have a both both seem to be high risk, high reward, but for very different reasons. What we saw on the subway was horrific. Terrible. I saw, I know you saw how I reacted. It brings up a lot of um, traumatic feelings for me. Uh, seeing the way that the authorities treat people. My former neighbors, my friends, my exes. Well, it doesn't feel good. If there's a way to come out with our hands clean, perhaps we could help those people who are on the outside without necessarily having to end up on the outside at the end ourselves. Let's go hear more information, and we'll make a decision together. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> uh, uh, the door immediately opens, and you see Smite standing there trying to look cavalier. So, um, we've decided that if you're interested, we would like to invite you into our caper crew. Can we workshop the name a little bit? Sure, I'm not. St- I'm not set on it. We should have okay. code names, though. I agree. Capers aren't salads. 
That's <laughs> true. Good one, Philu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Smite. Well, it was a first draft. I didn't, I didn't know that we were going to immediately start, you know... It's a K- blue sky face. Kittle, what is this thing that you're using? Yeah, I was just going to say, can I come over and investigate this uh, tech setup a little bit? Yeah, both of you can give me arcana checks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you want to do? I was asking if I got investigate. Oh, yeah, you can do an investigation check, too. Thank you. I did arcana. Okay. 14. Uh, 16. Okay, both of you get the feeling that... This technology isn't too unfamiliar to you, given the fact you work at Glockheed, which is literally the most technologically advanced building in the entire city. And the fact is that she's a gnome who have, for centuries, had access to similar technology, albeit maybe a little bit less sophisticated tech, because of their love of tinkering and their kind of adventurous, um, innovative spirit. So... You see this, and you, you're not, like, shocked by the level of tech here, but you see that she's somehow, like, jerry-rigged some basic tools to create a, Jerry like, rigged. major... <laughs> yeah, she, she jerry-rigged. <laughs> oh, I ran red. Oh, so, God. Good. Uh, so good. So <laughs> good. She has... She has jerry-rigged a, a machine that essentially allows for illusions slash images to be projected. This is like someone casting major image. And you, based on her control of this, and although you don't really know what internet is, you imagine that she has created some sort of kind of advanced, like, tech network here. This this young woman is shockingly bright, and the fact that you haven't heard of her yet is surprising. That is surprising, actually. Have I... I've never seen her in all my, like, dealings with... Uh... No, the university didn't have an Artificer Academy until the past month. Okay. So she, she's been a student for very little time in general, and then she's been a part of and, like, leading the Artificer Academy mm. for literally maybe a week, like, or two weeks at the okay. time of the story. So Yeah. It's a new school year still. <laughs> it is. It's, everyone, semester's just began, really. <laughs> Are there any... Um, like around where the um, tech and Kittles things are, are there any like um, notebooks or like anything that she's written? Yes, there is. I will say a lot of it is in Gnomish. Can you read Gnomish? Um, Do you have a languages thing? See, yeah, I would. I don't think that I chose Gnomish. Though. I think I chose Sylvan and Elvish or something. But what is it a different alphabet? I'm I'm looking for her name to see if I can find where she signed her name anywhere. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. This this also give me a perception check. Okay. I'll let you roll with advantage because you did decent enough on your investigation. Okay. Just to get her full name. Just to see, like, to distinguish what's a signature and what's just gnomish because they yes. they are different like languages and characters used. Um, ooh, a perception is going to be a 27. You see, um, actually near, like, the top of the page, because regardless of what you know these notes are, it seems like she is kind of dating it like a school, like, a, like dating it yeah. like a student would. You know, there's, like, the date at the top, yeah, and like, you kind of name. surmise with that. You see it says Kittle Moonsong McGreeby. Um, um, and Falu files away what Kittle's signature looks like. Okay. You, um... Memorize it quickly as you stare it over, um, and you see that she gestures to the tower. We, again, we just need someone to point us in the right direction and make it so that they don't stop us the moment we walk in, you know? Kittle. Smite jumps in and goes, 
and our timeline is short. Um, in fact, ideally, we do this tomorrow. Uh, we heard oh. that there's a, a meeting, and so we wanted to maybe use that as cover. We're both going to be a little bugged. pretty hungover. It could be later in the day. I mean, when's this meeting? We, we know that there is one, but we just don't know when and where. We kind of wanted to see if we could time it, see if put security in that direction while we work on the files. Are you supposed to be at the meeting? You're not. No, I'm not. Because I could have pushed that for you. <laughs> so proactive. We love to see it, gang. I, would I know when this meeting was? It's like an end of day meeting. You would, you would know the exact specific time and location of that. And I'll say that you would technically also know what floor this information would be held. It's not a floor you've ever visited. You guys have never been there, but Kettle, you know it exists. Are you trying to, um, you're trying to reach like the engineer's blueprint room or like you're trying to access one of the automatons itself? Like where exactly do you need to go and what task are you trying to pull off? I'm looking to access the blueprints specifically because if we alter those, then any future production will have ah, that change. So the reflected. database where the company is referring to the blueprints. Yes, a database. And you guys would both, with that word kind of coming up, you remember there is a floor. Right, the database room. The schematic library. Yes. AKA the database room. <laughs> oh, you mean like a schematic library? <laughs> oh my God, yes. I love the sound of that. Exactly. Yes, Kittle, I see you've got the outside perfectly modeled here, but I think you do need our help for the inside. I could tell you where every men's restroom is. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. And I, I know happen... we're going to need that information for sure. So and, thank you. And uh, I happen to know exactly when and where that meeting is taking place. Smite looks to you. Lef, I know things didn't end well. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. I guess <laughs> my ignores it. I'm not asking for anything else besides this. Are you willing to take us there and provide us, you know, the cover to enter in so we're not drawing attention? Listen, Smite, we don't have to drudge up anything from the past. I know it was really painful for you and for me. <sighs> this is it was... not changed a bit, I see. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Nothing. It just seems like this, you know, the relationship seems to have very little significance to you. We were together for a year. Two, is... two to three years at least. I look at Falu and I raise my eyebrows. Officially dating maybe a year, but together for two to three. Listen, I'm an elf, so the time is you're losing me. I knew I wouldn't be able to get that third in. It was very <laughs> meaningful for both of us, and, you know, I miss you too sometimes. I didn't say that, It's but... okay. I understand. <sighs> okay. I can uh, tell yeah. him to buzz off if you want. I'm literally right here. I had... Please, include <laughs> me in the conversation. We could just work with Kittle. She seems like she knows everything that he knows. If you want me like to be the, the point person, Smite, I definitely can do that. I, it's not a, it, it would be fine either way. Listen, I don't, listen. you want to call the leader, it's fine. I put my, I I put my hands on his shoulders. He freezes. <laughs> and. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I'll help you. What can we offer you in return? Aside from ensuring that you guys get to keep your corporate job while also doing a great service for the 
underappreciated citizens of this city and empire. Philu will write you up a pre-bill for my fee. Oh, it's um, money. And we'll agree on the stipulations of the um, agreement. Yes, the terms that we both require. Mm, I'll share a purchase order with you. We'll take care of you. You'll take care of us. You know, I... We're going to be passing a lot of floors. Um... You'd get an opportunity to take some stuff for yourself, too, if you want. Or we can look out for some things that might be, might have an expensive turnaround if you want us to pick some things up and get you even more cash. We have, we have some, but, you know, it might not be a bad idea. If things go missing and it's blamed on us, then you could still reap the rewards. Wow, that was fucking brilliant, Kittle. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, we can steal extra things and you can keep it. Such sophisticated terms. <laughs> Smart nods. Yeah, totally. Miss McGreeby, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I think we'll think it over. We'll need and be in touch in the morning. Yeah, we'll need a we'll need a second. I know that your timeline is quite crunched. If if it's if you're in, show up to the street corner outside of Glockheed and where something red. Shouldn't we wear something like our regular Glockheed uniforms? I mean, yeah, but is red part of that? I feel like red is like big for Glockheed, right? Red and gold. And so, uh, yeah, I guess wear what you want, but wear something that is a little red. You did always like when I I wore red. A maroon (sighs) shirt would necessarily go with my complexion. Mm. Is there any sort... Okay, what's a better color for you to use as a symbol? Or maybe you have a brooch. We'll find each other. (laughs) All right. If I see you on the street corner and you look at me and nod, I'll assume that we're a go. Okay? Are you going to be wearing that? No. No. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would... I mean, I have a... And he twists a ring on his finger, which Zola had given to him, that shifts his appearance and turns his land scorcher uniform with its blue mistress star and black and blue and like midnight sparkling cape and turns it into a really, really well-tailored blue suit. Uh, And he goes, see, I can clean up. I think Levitt thinks that Smite looks so hot right now, but doesn't say anything. (laughs) Uh, Roll a deception check. Fuck. Remember that you treat any any charisma roll that is lower than a nine as a ten. It's gonna be a twenty-five. <laughs> he does not clock that at all. He goes, "Is that a stain?" I look at his. What? How um, did it do that? <laughs> you see, there's a stain on it. Maybe it's just like a consciousness thing. Like maybe I, like, I need to imagine myself cleaner. I I like uh very swiftly pop a button at the top of my blaze. Smite blushes. Okay, so we'll just see you tomorrow then, right? Anything else? Uh, and Kittle goes, yeah, I should probably actually get back to the university. My roommates are going to kill me if I don't shut off Neb Prime. Creates a lot of noise and has a weird smell coming out of it if I don't put it to sleep. Don't put me to sleep. Nothing else. Can I try and behind Levitt's back make a significant eye contact moment with Kittle and kind of like nod to the street level, like out the window? Kind of like a, I want to talk to you look. Um, Kiddo looks to you. Give me a persuasion check. Um, it's a 12 for persuasion. Kiddo looks to you. Doesn't like, you know, make eye contact with Smite, but like looks to him and then goes, 
yeah, so I, I should get going. Meeting adjourned. Smite, we good here? Yeah, every every uh, everybody out. Uh, I need to think. Wait, don't we need? We're listen. This is all the team building we're going to have. Hands in, everybody. Hands in. Kittle puts a hand in. Everyone fills my invisible mage hand on top. <laughs> Ew, what is that? <laughs> um, um, puts a hand there as well. Hold on. What should we? What do we call ourselves? We gotta f- think of a better one than car, car, caper cloud car, caper crew. caper crew. Okay, I'm trying to think of like Glockheed. Um, what about the Glockheed elites? Ooh. Elites. What? Yeah, I think that sounds great. Oh, oh. Glockheed elites. Elites. <laughs> um, you guys throw your hands up in the air. United, though perhaps not fully, um, as Smite ushers you all out, uh, closes the door, uh, and you make your way down the hallway. Wait, I, I. As oh, you want to stay? As he's ushering me out, I'm. Wow, it was just, it was so good to see you, and I put my like, uh, I like put brush my hair behind my ear, and like that transforms me back into. Using the my disguise self. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. My dis- using my disguise self, I think, Levin. your office mode. Yeah, puts me back into office mode. It was really great to see you. Um, we shouldn't wait so long to get together next time. Yeah. You're still, still doing that? Still putting on a disguise? Yes, well, I have to. Yeah. Because that's well, how I have a job and make money. Right, right. And live where I live. Right, right. Well, yeah, and, let's, and we'll talk again yeah. soon. For Great. sure. Okay. See ya. See ya. Closes the door. I hand him Levin's business card. Thanks. <laughs> wow, this is, the, the paper, the type font is incredible. You have As no idea closes. how I have a stack of these already. <laughs> I stopped I stop downstairs. <laughs> I follow Levin downstairs. Um, you guys head down. Um, you see downstairs, Kittle has settled her bill mm. and walks outside uh, um, as um, you see that uh, Barley looks to you and goes, um, you're all set. I closed out your card. Thanks. I'm going to use the bathroom, Falu. I will see you in a bit. Oh, sure. I'll probably just walk home from here after all. Oh. Um, I should yeah. be up early and you're right. get ready and prepare um, and maybe get my red shirt dry cleaned. Was there anything else you needed, miss? I It's 4.30 a.m., but I'm happy to stay on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can... I, I got it for canon's sake because Levin went out exhausted. I will say that it's nearing 2 a.m. Sorry, I'm hyperbolizing. <laughs> it's Sorry. late oh, as fuck. My clock is in even home time. <laughs> oh, wait. My <laughs> clock is dead because I can't afford batteries. Ah, uh, it was punched <laughs> on the... This <laughs> is a drawing on my arm. I don't know why I'm looking at it. You're dismissed, Philu. I'll see you in the morning on the corner in front of Glockine. <laughs> Good night, Miss Maker. Good night. Philu, you head outside, and mm-hmm. we're going to jump to you in a second. Levid, uh, you get the bill. Uh, you see that you've been charged 10 gold. I don't even look at I don't look at the the bottom line. I tip like I a, tip thirty percent and it's like a three thousand like percent scri- markup. I like scribble scribble the signature whatever yeah. signature and I go into the bathroom. I think that Levitt has like a moment um, where she feels very alone again and very kind of embittered by the way that the conversation ended with her and Smite. You head into the bathroom. Fix yourself a little bit, wash your hands, and as you do, you think about the last time you saw Smite. 
his face disappointed, broken, as you left him in the streets of the sprawl. You think back, how did you even get to this point? That comment about your disguise, about hiding yourself, a sticking point in your relationship when you did date. It wasn't always like this. It wasn't always so difficult. You think back to when you were a child and the two of you would just play in the streets, get up to some trouble, have barley or your parents bail you out of it. When did it get so complicated? You finish washing your hands. Where do you want Levitt to go? I think Levitt knows a drunken drake well enough where she knows where the back door is. She lets herself out and uh, heads for the train and goes back to her apartment. You head out that way, passing by two pigeons that probably went on some adventure sometime. Uh, <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she looks back hey. at the room where she knows that Smite is. You look back and you... See that there is indeed a dim light, a one candle still lit as Smite, as always, stays up. Uh, and you head back home. We are going to uh, <laughs> switch no. back to Falu. Falu, you having left Levid exit and you see um, standing up against one of the street lights is the gnomish form of Kittle. Ah, thank you for meeting me. Sorry. No problem. What's the deal? So you trust that guy? Smite? Oh my god, yeah. Smite is like... When I first came to the city, it was really big, and it was really stressful, and small folk like me often end up underfoot. But Smite looked out for me. He helped when I was, you know, being picked on, and he made sure that I always had a place to cast when I was still trying to figure out how I would be able to get into the university. Um, as, as you know, it's you know, certain casting is illegal, and my casting, and she touches the stone, is not exactly the safest of all types. You know, and so. yet, here you are, you said, working for the university in some official capacity? Uh, yes, I, I ended up getting in, uh, and I now um, uh, half-run, half work half am a part of the artificers academy that they just announced well i really admire that upward career trajectory how long have you lived here for um only a few years now i moved from giggle vale 20 25 oh no no only only maybe two or three i i'm i was from blue instant <laughs> look of self-doubt and horror oh my god <laughs> clocking that she goes, she's so smart oh, well, i i you know i worked I did a lot of schooling back home too. I mean, if we're looking at degrees, I kind of I'd, I'd be getting a master's right now. Oh. I, I've I've had a lot of training and time, and um, I've I've honed my skills a lot. But having Smite as someone who supported me through that and ensured that I wasn't going to get in trouble when my experiments got a little out of hand. So, yes. Long story short, and kind of babble a lot, he is a good person. And I believe that even though he does some intense things, he means very well by it. And what he says about the automatons is true. They are not a peacekeeping force. Right. Well, good. 
because I... I care about Ms. Maycare's professional um, reputation, and if I thought that were at risk, there's no way that we would ever go ahead with the plan. But assuming we do go ahead with the plan, Mm -hmm, I wanted mm -hmm. to speak to you because, um, well, speaking of um, degrees and all, (laughs) Falu looks nervously around. Um, You see, there was a bit of a mix-up with paperwork Mm, say, uh, 15 or so years ago. You see, uh, I myself am from out of town. Oh. I'm from Everholm. And so um, I originally wanted to study at the Arcanum in Everholm. Um, very challenging very practical entrance exam. Yeah, yes, can't even imagine applying. Yes, and so um, not lucky enough to get in or really to be able to try to get in. Uh, and so uh-huh. I transferred... Uh, to come here and study at the Arcanum Leoniel. Oh, wow. Yes. And uh, a mm. wonderful uh, institution. And then, of course, it was, as you know, raised to the ground. Right, right. Um, and so then, of course, my third choice, naturally, would be Go Fisties. Go <laughs> the Fisties, University yeah. of Aurelia. Um, only, um, well, you see, I um, wasn't quite able to make it in there either after all oh and so well a new elf in the city um there were i needed to get a job quick and find housing and um start my career and so there was a little bit of well um forgery and you see i've just been kind of winging it with a, a minor illusion uh cast a registration card for like 15 years and really it just every single day I am shitting myself that mm. someone is going to look at my resume and call up the school and um, realize that I've never actually studied there I have no degree at all um, in fact I didn't even attend my high school graduation I had the stomach flu this, so does your boss know this? Miss Maycare right mm-hmm Okay. Well, she's never seen my resume, so it's not exactly like I'm lying. Yeah, you know what? I buy that. You have me on that loop. I, I You haven't lied to her yet. I'm very qualified for the position. Oh, uh, naturally. And listen, you don't really need a fucking arcanist. You don't need to be a fucking archmage to do the job I do, okay? Push papers and I push pens. So. This was a this was a hard day for you, I can tell. Is is everything okay? I'm getting some vibes that this isn't... This is a... It's actually weirdly been the best day of my life. Whoa. That really says something. Kittle, if all of this goes off without a hitch, well, you seem to have certain technological capabilities. Would it really be so hard for you to log into the registrar and, you know, just write, um, my last name starts with an O, so Mm -hmm. between wherever I fit alphabetically, just real quick, uh, something. Don't even care what I majored in. Just bachelors of whatever. So you're asking me... To falsify my degree, yes. A student and essentially faculty member of the university. You want me to risk my position to create a fake graduation certificate slash at least put it in the system that you have a degree. Is that correct? 42 credits even. 
Yes, thank you. Just as you are asking me to um, risk my position that I just got today, by the way. Um, brand new job, really excited about it. Looking forward to hopefully maybe a raise. Who knows? A nickel, a dime, gold piece, and silver piece. I love this, and I am so down. Absolutely. Oh, this whole system is crazy. White sweat from his forehead. I, listen, I. The university itself is very clearly a front to kind of funnel individuals of talent into the system so that they can create a more system, you know? So I'm all about if you, um, do you, you don't have any preference? What did you want? What did you want to go to school for? I can, I, I mean, I could definitely do some forgeries. Uh, Internet definitely has access to their systems. What do I want to major in? <laughs> could I have some time to think about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to do this tonight. I could maybe let you know by the end of the caper. Sure, by the end of the heist. If you had an idea, I'll do it to that night. Yeah. Okay, wow. It's like the all the possibilities are laying right in front of me. Just let me know. I, I, I'm sorry that you've had such a go of it. And I guess I'm glad that today has been such a good one. Thanks, Kittle. I will work on the layout of the building. Great. I really have to go because I'm getting the low battery thing on my my Scarlet Fang and uh, if that happens uh, Internet Prime might explode so I just gotta go real quick to the university I, I hopefully see you tomorrow in the corner Mama come home now goodbye please don't tell Miss Maycare that I deceived her I would never I love lies and you see Kittle scampers <laughs> off into the night I just got Scarlet Fang <laughs> <laughs> Bluetooth baby oh man I didn't <laughs> get it at all <laughs> Um, so you guys head off to bed and I mean, yes, there's blue walks. Home. <laughs> you walk home. You, you don't have to pay the small fee for the train. Um, why don't you guys, I mean, you are, you're going to get a long rest. Don't worry. There's not another encounter for today. Levid, you arrive back at your apartment that is relatively close to Glockheed Tower. Why don't you tell me a bit about it? First of all, I mean, how high up is it? It's a penthouse. Uh, it's the only status symbol that I do have, as my office is not at the very top, and no one respects me where I work, um, <laughs> except for know. my assistant, apparently. <laughs> Let it out, babe. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think my apartment is a little overcompensating in some ways. Every piece of furniture is bespoke and expensive. And uh, I think I come in, and it's, like, very minimalist, like, mid-cent mod. <sighs> mid-cent mod, baby. Mid-cent mod. Do you feel like it's, like, those, um, if you've seen those TikToks where um, someone comes in, and they have a bunch of, like, weird tech that they do, and it's, like, a fast-forward motion to them, like, vacuuming their house <laughs> and, like, taking on their, putting on certain slippers for certain things. Like that you put water in. <laughs> I think. It steams my bread, and then it toasts it. No, it's, like, one of those, like, uh, it's, it's, like, I've inherited that, like, classic rich person mm, thing of, like, leather couch. having really nice oh. things and either, like, like throwing my shit everywhere or and not totally respecting all of these nice things mm -hmm. and just having them because I know I'm supposed to or I'm trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. So I think I come home to this apartment, high ceilings, minimalist decor, and I toss my keys onto the table. I kick my loafers off, even though, they're, again, they're really nice and I'm just kicking them off. Yeah. I... Uh, I, I think I just like uh, I just dispose of that nice shirt that nice silk white shirt that has all the blood on it I just throw it out I don't even bother 
Um, and I think 30 I 30 gold shirt just and I, on his way home it's like I should have offered to get that washed for her why didn't you I was getting the red it? shirt I have dry cleaned I should have just brought that too um, and I think Levitt just like takes everything off jumps in the shower super hot shower gets out does like a her whole like I think she obviously drops the disguise. Yeah, the disguise fades when you in the shower. And when I emerge from the shower, I'm doing my face, my many steps face routine, um, and just kind of like dissociating. Um, And then I think I just get my shit ready for the morning, lay everything out, and I get in bed. You head to bed pretty quickly. Um, A little bit of spins, but thankfully you're used to this level and you pass out relatively quickly. And Falu, what does your little apartment look like? Falu uh, takes the slow walk back to his um, sad personality-less um, white pod. Oh God. It is one of those places that like, he enters a little like boop, 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 boop to get into his uh, door. Mm. There's not even like keys. They don't even bother to hand out keys. You just get a number. <laughs> and if someone learns it, you're fucked. <laughs> True. Um, and inside, you know, he hasn't um, really gotten around in like the last 15 years to like putting <laughs> stuff up on the walls. Such an elvish thing. It's like, it's only been 15 years. I'll figure it out. So, yeah. it, you know, they say it takes 50 years to fully decorate a home. <laughs> um, and it's a studio. <laughs> so Everything's this, in one place. The stove is really close to the, to the pillow. Um, to the pillow. You did say that your ah. bed is like a Murphy bed. It's a yeah. Murphy's bed. It folds down. So it all Murphy's is, bed, it's exactly. all there. Um, so I pulled down my Murphy's bed slash couch um, and just kind of sit on it for a few moments and decompress. Um, and I go, oh, hello, Snowflake. Almost forgot about you. And I feed my little betta fish that I have oh. on my counter. Betta um, fish. A little... Um, light blue beta fish that seems like very happy to see me as I walk up and I give a little flex um, and then I get ready for bed very quickly probably eat some um, toast to soak up all of the um, liquor the oil and liquor um, and then I do what I do every night I lay back on my bed and cast minor illusion um, and look at Everholm on my ceiling the um, snowflakes coming down and the lights of uh, Wilda Gardens and all the naked elves walking around. <laughs> the many nudists. <laughs> and, uh, and I think of home as I drift off. You slip into your trance. Memories of your life so far as well as the countless elves who came before you and the successes, the triumphs that came to them as they grew up and older into their long, long elvish lives. Whenever I trance, um, it's just a nightmare of how successful all of my ancestors were. You're getting oh, no. flashes of like archmages, of ad- advisors to the shadow shines. Like Falu wakes up every single morning and uh, tells himself, remember Falu, you're seeing a highlight reel of the other elves' lives. <laughs> it's true. And it's the worst thing is, I think that it's like, if you... Maybe we're in a better place. You'd be able to focus your trance a little bit more to be yeah. less painful. But it is really just a, it's a freaking highlight is, rail. Yeah, looking at elf Instagram, basically. How <laughs> like cool a doom scrolling. else's lives were. <laughs> As you trance Doom trancing. Oh, cool, really cool ancestors. Eventually, um, the two of you 
arise for the morning. Falu, you have the luxury of only having to transfer four hours, so you can get up as early as like six, if yes. you would think so. And then I would say that Levitt, you probably wouldn't be able to get up until like nine-ish. Can I run some errands? Absolutely. And I'll just say that while, you know, while we run some errands, Levitt, you would have just gotten ready for your day at the time it comes up. Yeah, I just, uh, I had already laid out my clothes for the night, or for the day, and so I just get ready. Yeah. I you just need to cast seeming, so I mean, yeah. you don't even really do any extra thing there. It's just like how you're, when you're, whenever you're on that hamster where you come home, you take all your stuff off, you shower, you get up, and you go right back to it, and that's kind of what she does. Oof. Except she calls a car. Except she calls a car this morning, because <laughs> you are a little hungover. And Falu, so you woke up early, the sun still like just rising above the eastern horizon, glittering, coming over the Maramite Mountains that kind of shield the city from the um, Saphir Sea to the east. Uh, what would you like to do in the few hours you have before your boss even is conscious? I um, pick up just a couple of things that I think I need to like be successful, like start off. I've got like a new planner, a new binder. Like oh, I've got so a little uh, a, a little file to hold of like the business cards. And I'll also pick up like um, a pair of red flats so that if Levitt gets tired of walking in her heels, that I can like pull a pair of flats out of my bag to give them to her. You happen to be the same size as Levin. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, but you really do have the same size. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's it. I just pick up whatever I think could be a possibly convenient. I'm like bustling around town starting at 6 a.m. Hell yeah. First day. First day, Falou. Don't fuck this up. You head through the Goldmine District and hit up the Bullion Bazaar. There are some places that are open early enough that you're <laughs> able to get things. Um, you do clock that um, one of the best stores, one of the stores that would have been maybe ideal yes. to buy things is at, Marfin's is open? Marfin's, but Marfin's is closed. Oh, you see that damn. it is, looks like the windows, which normally are glittering like a midnight black color, like a starry sky shielding what's inside, are gray, just like as if the magic has completely been dropped. And you also see that standing outside look to be um, not only a dozen or so red centurion golden fist guards, but you also see three automatons, older models um, kind of positioned there um, as they seem to be guarding and locking the place down. Mm. Interesting. Um, Flu kind of takes like an extra moment that he might not have usually taken just to look at the automatons and just kind of like, he looks at their like scary big fists and their like heavy metal boots and, kind of suppresses a little shiver you take one look and see the intricate machinery that easily wiped out several lives last night um, and then i'll go to a cafe and for the rest of the morning um just work on um a layout of like all the floors that I'm really familiar with to give to Kittle like thinking of the mail room and like which shoots lead places okay. thinking about like where I know people take their lunches give me okay I you know what I'll say I'll say this is an investigation check there's not like okay. really a like map making check I, I you don't have cartography's tools so this is more of a recollection like a list so history investigation um, and I will if you roll high enough, let you know quite a bit about what the building holds. Okay. Through it all. What the hell? Um, this thing is fucking cursed. 
this, gummy I'm in the presence again. of this fucking cursed object. <laughs> Listen, let's not be all be so harsh on the gummy dad. <laughs> it's fucking It's cursed. just me. It's just well, my life. What'd you get over there? Um, you said investigation, right? Investigation, yeah. Okay, uh, is 14. Okay, like, that's... Add plus 10 at least to that. There you go. Okay, so uh, with a 14, I'll tell you... The first floor is, as we all know, the like lobby, foyer, security checkpoint. From there, there are some, you know, bathrooms and gen like minor offices there, the kind of things that a security guard would go into if they were on a break and didn't want to leave the floor. And then beyond that are the alleviators, which bring you to the rest of the building. There is, of course, a basement, but most of the building that you are aware of is floors two through 74, and now 75, because you've seen the observation deck. Um, a variety of offices, most of which, the first like 20 or so are just admin. I mean, there's a ton of paperwork that goes into creating objects that can kill people. So <laughs> there is a lot to be done there. The next kind of like bunches of floors are the various departments, kind of, you know, like marketing and um, various like public relations, some, a floor that's just dedicated to the legalese and the 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 work the lawyers that work here. Um, then you recall because you do have an intimate knowledge of the mailroom and inevitably things get stamped for higher than 74 and 75. You know that floor 76 and 77 are security floors, as in 76 is like the break room, holding cells, and like if you were to be like we hit the alarm button that's where all the guards are going to be swarming from is from like this middle this top floor that's near the top but not all the way at the top right above that is the headquarters that's probably where they have access to the scry eyes which are like security cameras that's right. where the you got the muscle on 76 and then the mind of security People on 77 watching, yeah. and then from 78 to 96 is a complete mystery you only know that there is a lot of testing done up there and that a lot of the um, like secrets that, and, and, and even just some of like just the prototypes being developed, that's where it's done. Mm -hmm. um, scientists are typically the only people heading to that floor um, unless there's like an executive visiting or security when something goes wrong. Um, and then above that is there's some executive suites. That's like 97, 98. 99 is always unlisted so that makes you think perhaps that is Never. where the schematic like oh, library is okay. and then the ceo's floor the c-suite as it is called is the 100th and top floor okay yes so you with with that good of a role you do get a general understanding of what you're looking at you may not know all the details but you're like we need to get to essentially the top floor the two of you eventually finish your morning routines at very different times and <laughs> head into work um Falu, you're kind of on foot already so i imagine you just you walk there um yes. and then um Levy, you don't live that far as well so you can you take that car uh, oh, which <laughs> you take a horse and buggy that <laughs> leads you through the town i take a, a horse and buggy uh, five blocks. <laughs> you take that horse and buggy five blocks. Um, I yep. do what I always do, which is uh, walk a little bit farther and that I need to, and then walk back the other way so that anyone who sees me thinks I'm coming from a richer neighborhood than I actually live oh. in. Mm -hmm. And just as you're doing that second walk back is when you see Levid make hair in full disguise, of course, step out of the buggy uh, and tip the driver. 30% uh, as always. <laughs> just do, I guess, in general, just mark off another five gold. That's oh. all. Okay. Um, so I think Levid emerges from uh, the buggy. Her buggy um, 
tips extra has her sunglasses on and looks around for Philu. Falu, are you hiding, or do you think that you're able to clock? No, you see uh, Falu um, walking and eating like a Nature Valley bar. Um, and, Crumbs everywhere. Um, wearing a little um, red pocket square. Cute. And he's got a, usually, I mean, not that you have ever noticed Falu before, but he's usually just wearing a button down, and today he decided a jacket was called for. <gasps> Ooh, upgrade, upgrade. <laughs> Um, Levitt's got red bottoms on and that's the that's the, that's the red I knew it I knew it the two of you post up um, basically you know on the closest street corner of Glockheed um, under one of the street lights where you can kind of lift a heel up so that anybody passing by can see the red Philu ibuprofen I take it right out of the <laughs> uh, the little kit that I assembled a little hangover kit pass me too <laughs> oh wow I like this little kit very good. Of course. Keep it in your purse if you'd like. Hello, you two. And you see this handsome looking man with um, dark hair, dark eyes, um, similar build to uh, Smite, um, standing next to a small child with red hair. Psst, it's us. I'm in yes, guys. Stop it. I know. <laughs> yes, we know. Well, I never consented to babysitting. This is my child, um, Jessica. Jessica. Okay, we, you, okay. You are my, you are my cousin. And this is your daughter, Jessica. You are my cousin name? Derek. You are my cousin, Derek. And Derek and Jessica are... Uh, in town for the weekend, and they are visiting the office with me today um, in order to just take a peek at what I do. Um, I love this. Do you think I can I stick with my normal voice? I tried doing that other way. It's really weird. Wait a second. You can't be my cousin. My father works here. He oh, would know you are my cousin. I had an idea. Tell me. What if Derek is training me? Because anyone will believe that I'm anybody's subordinate. That's true. I could work here. There's a lot of people who work here, right? They wouldn't know. I just give that vibe. But what about Jessica? Um, well, and I look at, like, Jessica has, like, a lollipop it- and looks, like, way too much like a little kid. <laughs> Should I have chosen a different disguise? Lose I thought the child- lollipop. Lose the backpack. <laughs> disappears. It is disappears. very it's cliche. Well, uh, I mean, your father, would he necessarily know who you're all Related? Are we going to see your dad? They would be tieflings. They would be. They yeah. would be devils. Jessica could be your cousin. <laughs> A little very, very I have a headache. I can't. You figure head. this all out. Miss Maker, you don't even need to be concerning yourself with this. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go idea. over here and sit down and drink my coffee. I have an idea. She's training me too. I know you are always Everyone's going to say so it. many training. Okay, <laughs> listen. I will enter with you. Can I just be like, I don't know. I, I have like a, uh, I have a contract or a proposal or something. Oh, like a freelancer. Yes, of course. Why would the child be here? That's the thing. It's the child. I'm sorry. I just didn't feel. Hold Do on. We have, you wait, see she's fiddling question. with a bunch of technology. Question for you, Noah. Yes. Do we have like, um, uh, is this place bougie enough to have a daycare? daycare. Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. 
I can simply be, uh, you know, bringing one of the other employees' children. Freelancer to, employees. To the freelancer employee's child to, to the daycare. daycare. Okay. No one's going to, you know, second guess no. me. I'm bringing people everywhere all the time. And That's good. You, That's we good. of course give you the child to bring. And uh, just a question. You, <laughs> of course. I, the IDs. Do you guys have IDs? Did, how do I... Do we get IDs? Or would we have them already? Or do we want to? Do we have to like? Can we register when we get there? Oh, kind of thing. Maybe it's kind of like a we bring him in and we're like, excuse us, we have to bring him to the office so he can get his ID printed for the day, his temporary ID. He's a freelancer. Okay. And maybe that's how we get you in. Because, right, they probably print them out and you go in. And right, right. I mean, there's got to be some sort of system for some getting kind people of to come in list. who are working there. If it's a physical list, I will get your name on the list. And if it's a technological list, I glance at Kittle. Maybe that's something you could help with. Um, This little baby. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll, I can do it. Yeah, I'll help. I'll help. It's weird. The kid thing's weird. I knew it. Hold on. I think we... Let as me just, soon I'll as change we it. Can. I'll change no. it. She walks <laughs> off for a moment, and you see she comes back, and she just looks like a young halfling professional now. Um, she's just changed... You know, she's made her ears less pointy. Um, her hair is um, still same color red. Um, I'm just not comfortable switching the hair. Uh, <laughs> but I she wasn't. has styled it in like a high bun. Um, she looks much more professional. You're both freelancers. I wasn't going to say it, but had. the kid thing was a bad idea. I'm, I'm glad sorry. that you changed it. I wanted to run it by you um kittle and yes. smite oh, okay <laughs> sure i guess i was thinking last night and this morning about the layout of the offices and you see well everything kind of from two to 74 is just you know blah 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 people right, like right. me nobodies um but nope. oh. uh, from the 75th there is an opportunity outside of the building our building is so heavily scryed upon, uh, and uh, there's so much kind of security above. I was wondering if it could make sense to, at some point, go outside of the building from the observation deck. We, uh, well, I was saying to Kittle that I'm worried that you guys have some outside security. But it's possible for us to, I don't know, jam it or uh, we can, tr there's certainly, why don't we get there and we can work it out? Exactly. Yeah. Just a oh. thought instead of moving through the security floors. Blue skies. We, we're winging it. Yeah. We got it. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll reconvene on the outside in plan that Kittle had initially suggested when we were up there. But first, let's get in. Sound good? <sighs> I rub my temples and I walk, I just walk in. Derek Normman. And this is, and Kittle goes, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. I'm Jessica Chastain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jessica Chastain. Derek okay. Hardwork. Okay. What, am <laughs> what is about it? About Danny Ocean, maybe. <laughs> Derek <laughs> Hardwork. Norm, Normman. <laughs> Derek, Derek. Dick Normman. Uh, no. Derek Normman. Derek Normman and Jessica Chastain. Let's go, These everyone. Are great disguises. Let's this do this. The Lockheed Elite. I'm. My name is Flu, and I just look like this. Yeah, you I just don't want need to do anything else. To know that I look like this. Great. I would tell you if I didn't look like great. this. Great. We all feel confident in this plan, right? We all feel good about this. Great silence. Uh, Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I check in. Miss Care before I respond. You guys all head into. Lockheed Tower. 
You enter through the clean glass doors that lead to the lobby, a modern space open with a few indoor plants lining the walls to give a cold, minimalist decor a hint of life. A few portraits of important figures from the company's past, like your father, Levitt, of course, are lining the walls, as well as some battle scenes, moments from the country's past when Glockheed had supplied the finest armor and weaponry to the state's warriors. In the corners of the room, you see these pale silvery blue lights kind of embedded into these metal boxes. You know them as scry eyes, the observational system for the building, watching over this space, and it basically has a full view of the entire lobby. And you know that in general, these are stationed in the main company spaces. You know, like there is one on both of your floors, but there's not one in Levitt's office, those kind of things. Two lines of employees are being checked in by the security that is literally like a gate. Inside you see two guards, one a clean-shaven man with rich warm brown skin, deep brown eyes, and slightly pointed ears indicating his half-elven heritage, and then another, um, a young woman um, with like maroon red hair. The two of them are casually, I mean, they do this every single day. They know the vast majority of these people. You know, they're like nodding and letting people through, barely checking any sort of IDs. You do see that they are both outfitted with these glasses that flicker blue when they do look at someone's ID. And you know, those are detect magic enabled glasses. They're allowed to like look to see if something is being altered. Um, something that they have not managed to catch for Falu because they... You managed. I just to, show my just, like building ID. Like they're not checking my yeah uh, my any licenses. And in general, also, I think that like you walk up, they recognize you enough to be like, oh yeah, it's you, and you're not any trouble. But here. also, I'm the person who always is like, my name is Flu Aunt Devay. I yes. hereby present my um, security card. Um, <laughs> like and, making sure they <laughs> read the clearance. <laughs> Did you check it off on the computer? Um, and as you kind of approach and enter into this line you see that the only difference between today and most other days is there are more security officers than normal posted on either side of the barriers both at the glass doors you walked into and then also near the alleviators which actually open to reveal an absolute unit of a dwarf unlike many dwarves he is bald with only a five o'clock shadow something he must maintain since dwarves grow beards so quickly a scar stretches over the bridge of his nose, his green eyes darting all over the space, constantly hunting for suspicious activity. He marches like a true soldier over to the armored guard hut operating the gates to talk to the guards inside. Frock Stonehenge, head of security here at Glockheed. You imagine that he's probably down here making sure that things are up to date and you actually hear him talking to them. You're going to want to keep an eye out for anything suspicious. Unplanned deliveries, unannounced inspections, catering to anyone but the exclusive meeting on the top floor. And you see that the guard, who you guys know is Jesse, nods and goes, Right, so the thing we do every day. And Frock wrinkles his nose. I've seen the way that you two act. I'm going to need a lot more than that. I need eyes peeled, ears open, hands on your weapons, nose sniffing out suspicious activity. Tongues. Uh. You, you Tight? Will, uh, that's it. Tight tongues. Do not let any secrets out. And you will uh, make sure that you are very polite when the special guest arrives. And you see the woman nods. Right. Yes. We will do our jobs as we normally do. 
How far away is Frock from me? Uh, you guys are probably 30 feet away as you've entered the lines. And you see that he, after they say that, he continues to go on and on, dwarf explaining to them about how they should be doing their jobs. Yeah. Is there anything that I can do to kind of like um, uh, very charismatically or, um, I don't know, get his attention in some way? Yeah, like, as you can guys I, get to the front of the line, can I you kind can, of like, like lock eyes with him. Because I know this guy, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he notices you and goes, Ah, Miss Maker, it is good to see you. Oh, Frock, were you at the party last night? Uh, I was working security. By that, I mean I was not. I was on the floor, minding my own business. Frock, you did, you've got to let loose sometime. Which one is, ah, This is my, <laughs> it's my yes. new assistant. Isn't that amazing? You see, he closes um, his security book and looks to the two of you and then looks at the two guests that you have with you. Um, and you see Smite goes, I am Derek Norman, and I am um, here on business. Um, Miss Maker is guiding me in. I message uh, Smite and I like do a finger guns. Mm-hmm. And a I mental say, finger. you're a freelancer, remember? I'm a freelancer, yes. I'm here for business. A yes. freelancer here for business. That's right. First time. We shouldn't bother Frock with this. Frock, so last night after the party, which as you know, got a little crazy, I went out and at another after party, I met Derek and Jessica, these guys are fucking brilliant. They're from the University of Aurelia. Go Fisties. Go and Fisties. We, go we fisties. got to talking, and so I wanted to bring them on right away. I still need to get their credentials sorted out, so I'm wondering if you could just let them in with me, and then we can go get that sorted out. Um, we're really excited about these two. Why don't you roll a deception check, and you can roll with advantage because Falu is helping you. Oh, my God. Oof. Remember, nine or lower becomes a ten. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Automatically. Automatically. Nice. Great. Thank you for reminding me of that. It was a five and a six. Yeah, so, so automatically is a ten plus your per Thirteen, so twenty. So three. T- twenty-three. Okay. I'm gonna have him roll an insight check, because even though that was an incredible deception, he is on high alert today. Well, it is not normally allowed. I will need at least some sort of um, identification to be left here so I know that there are people in the building that are not yet registered. Philou, don't you have their IDs? Yes, Philou, don't you have our IDs? Oh, yes, I definitely have those. Philou walks over to um, Jesse's um, desk, goes, this is going to take a second, um, and then just starts, like, pulling out, like, everything he can from his bag, just, like, essentially being that person who is holding up the line so much and, like, rifling through. He's got, like, um, like a pack of... Um, uh, uh, like energy drinks that he picked up for them. Like he's knocking stuff over. Hold on. Oh, that's my fountain pen set. Got a little splotch on your list there. Sorry. That's, it's it's fine. Um, listen. Oh, Jesse, Philou. you know this so isn't like me to not be totally put together at all times. <laughs> knocking things <laughs> off. <laughs> Give me a deception check. Okay, I'm hoping that I can maybe annoy her so much and make their job so slow that they're like, <laughs> just go, just go. <laughs> You said deception? Correct. 18. 18 is pretty fucking good. I will have her roll an insight check, as is the custom for this type of campaign, where a lot of lies are being said. Okay. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Um, listen. Falou. They're in here somewhere. I. Why don't I have Falou send these back down once we're able to find them, Falou? Okay. I'm the person who makes the copies anyway, so easy task for me to do. Apologies Falou. that we made this so inconvenient. I know it's it's on us. We should have come earlier to do the paperwork ourselves. Listen, but. it's no problem, you guys. It's it's a big day for everybody. We're gonna just go do our thing, and uh, yes, Falou will follow up. We'll circle back. There is a look between Jesse and um, Frock, who clearly needs some mental convincing, but eventually goes, Well, for you, Miss Maker, anything. And he nods to you, a subtle sort of link to perhaps acknowledging your father. And you see the kind of glass gates that keep people from entering open. And the four of you are allowed to enter. You see, uh, Kittle uh, does a little wave and goes, my name is Jessica Chastain. And continues to follow after <laughs> you. Smite looking back and going, like, what are you doing? Don't, the, the, it's just for now. Messaging her. Um, you guys walk through this lobby space towards the Olivators, the guards carefully watching you as you go. You press the button and after a moment, the Olivator doors open. You enter in. Uh, I just want to ask, are you going to Levitt's floor first? Or are you going anywhere else first before you just head straight to the observation deck? Or are you going straight to the observation deck? Why don't... Go ahead. I was going to say, um, one, I think Falou would check in at his usual desk and like leave a little message there for anyone who's looking for him. And also, um, I turn to you, Levitt, and say, um, well... It probably would be best if I maybe went and like made some copies of their IDs. Mm, where would I think that like where we would usually bring a freelancer to like get their stuff copied and get them like a little like temporary pass? Like if mm. I could like falsify them a pass or something. Yeah, exactly. I think that you work on like I mean you can choose, but probably anything from two to five essentially, okay. um, or the basement where the mailroom is. Um, so I think any of those floors said- would have a good copy room okay. that you could use. Great. I think that uh, Levitt makes a big deal as, like, the elevator's coming to say, like, Philou, yes, good idea. You'll go to get the temporary passes once you find those IDs and meet us back in my office. And we'll stay there for the time being while we wait for them. For business. Great. Does anyone need a coffee or anything? Coffee? Oh, tea? Water? Coffee. Not you. What? Why did, um, I'd love, I'd love a tea. I love green tea. I'll have a green tea as well. Me and Kittle will have a green tea, and that's it. Thank you. Green teas for the ladies. Excellent. Uh, he smiled. <laughs> I'm just like, why did I? I should have just come in uniform and tore this place up. Why did I fucking even do Shut this? up. Shut up. I um, messaged you. <laughs> oh, messaging me. You want to be in my head again? Shut up. Uh, you guys press the buttons, and as the doors close, you hear. <laughs> oh, no. no. How the doors! And you see Angelica You see Hansel, Michelle, and Angelica all dressed a bit more professionally, but still equally as extravagantly, all designer, um, sunglasses over their eyes, clearly hungover as they <laughs> fucking stump their way to the elevator trying to get there fast enough. I need you all to roll initiative to see who can do things <laughs> first. A nat 20. <laughs> Uh, 23. With a nat 20, you are first. As you hit the button, uh, you look up and you see Angelica see you. 
Levin. Oh. And who's that? And doo, and the elevator goes up. You have successfully avoided Angelica for now. <sighs> I was so not ready to hear that voice this morning. Was that Angelica? I'm not going into this. She works here too? Yeah, a lot of us work here. Do you? It's such like a lot of drama here. This is not we were very just, business listen, professional, Kittle, everybody. It's not, there's no drama. We were just, we no all drama. knew each other. Thank you. That we all knew each other in college. That's all. And um, Angelica was Smite's girlfriend what? <laughs> a long time ago, no. wasn't she? No, 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 no. That That is patently untrue. I don't you... know. I did see you guys that one time at that party. You constantly projecting i can't stand this is this not a projection? the doors open um and fully it is the your floor if you would like to run and go very to the important machine. freelancer business uh everyone i will meet you on floor 69 nice there's nothing funny about that <laughs> the door is close um as you head over this is kind of a forgery test um so why don't you give me you're, you're proficient in forgery i believe or at least yes, we I am. say, yeah, like we, we know based on your history, of course. So, why don't you, for the sake of this sort of challenge, give me a d20 roll and you can add your intelligence and your proficiency bonus? I'll tell you right now, you're looking to be a DC 15 to make something that is believable and any higher than that, only better. Ooh, can I say before the Falu jumped off the elevator that I gave them a wink for Bardic? Sure. You can have some Thank Bardic, you. too. So I have a question for you, which is that I was planning, as opposed to, like, forging these documents, I was planning to try and, like, mage hand two, like, lanyard passes from where I would normally find them, and then I was just going to like try and forge the signature of the person who would normally sign off on this. Okay, so first I'm gonna need a stealth check. Okay. Because definitely getting access to this is not out of your wheelhouse, but getting it, it's well, you do have to do it without being seen. Yes, so. okay. Flu stops by his desk first um, and writes out um, a very fancy letter. In his, Calligraphy. Um, best script um, and, and out of office for the day that if anyone needs him, that he can be contacted. Um, on floor 69. Um, something can be left in my um, incoming. You head off and you see Reginald goes up to your desk with uh, what looks like a new intern and goes, this one's open. You can take this desk. Oh. <laughs> I watched them throw the picture of my family in the trash. <laughs> I don't know whose this is, but it'll just clean it off. Oh my god. My fountain pens. Um, okay. My fountain pens. Go. 19. For a second, I thought that was a nat one. I was like, <laughs> It's a seven, Whoa. but I had 12. <laughs> <laughs> With a 19, I'll roll one perception check, but I mean, they literally would have to get like an 18 or higher to do this. That's only a 15. You managed to, just like Flu always does, slip through the office, get some of the materials, then you head down some stairs to go to like one of the processing offices where mm -hmm. they kind of do this sort of thing. I talk to these ladies a lot. Yes, you see Dolores who's there and goes, oh my God, so good to see you, Flu. Dolores, morning. How's the job going? Are they, did you get a promotion yet? Wonderful, or? it's coming any day. Oh wait, no, I actually did get it today. Wow, nah. I've been saying no for 15 years. I almost forgot. Congratulations, you Thank you. Floor 69, would you believe? Nice. It's beautiful. 
nice. say, Dolores, when is your big chance coming? And I lean oh, over and right. pluck with my invisible maid chance. I don't need. I'm good here. passes. <laughs> I like my position. I don't need to get any higher at the ladder. And then while I'm pleasantly <laughs> talking with her, I am signing her signature with my um, pen of perfect signing, mm. which allows me to um, three times a day sign someone's signature perfectly. Would this be one or two charges? Ooh. Because it's two passes, it's but it's one person in one sitting. Same I will understand. If Can you, you read the two. language for me one more time? Yes, the language you wrote. I yes, I want to see what I trap myself into. This pen requires no ink to write and has three charges. While using this quill, you can use a charge to perfectly replicate the handwriting of a creature you know. Then I think that it's one charge. Okay. Because that it's sounds four like words. You can, it's four words and you're doing it twice. Yeah. <laughs> so right. um, you quickly, while you're distracting Dolores, who loves to chat your ear off um, about her various hobbies, I'm doing some bird watching. They're lovely pigeons these days. Oh, I love birds. Uh, and as she's doing that, um, you quickly forge these documents and get the signature in. Basically, these are like you know visitor forms they're the, you mm -hmm. know the name the address what company they're coming from that kind of information um normally you would have already had to do that when you enter into this building and well, they would they're freelancer it. forms uh, yes they're such as freelancer forms but normally you would have to essentially have it on, have it on you when you come <laughs> but because you were so persuasive you managed to convince them that you're gonna get it done right now and you do. I'll backdate it. I'll backdate it. Don't so you don't get in trouble. <laughs> so as you finish getting that signature done, you see Dolores goes. So uh, doing anything later? No. Why do you ask? Well, I have a bridge club, and we're looking for a fifth player. Yes, I suppose I could fit that in. I don't see any reason why I couldn't. It's right now that I could say to you. She pulls her glasses down. There's money involved. Dolores, you drive a hard bargain. You can make a lot of coin. God knows this. She keeps pace, moving her glasses up and down pace. her nose. Dolores, can you see? Because you've been wearing those that pair for 15 These years. These are actually just for fashion. She puts her finger <laughs> there. Anyways, honey. Put the information on my desk. I'll put it on your desk. Oh, wait, there's someone sitting at your desk as you head out. Uh, you see an intern has already taken your place. Uh, and you head up to the 69th floor where Levitt, you arrive moments earlier. Um, entering into this floor. It is similar to the other office floors. There are other cubicles, people working here, but you, um, Jessica Chastain and <laughs> Derek Normal Man, begin to make your way through and head into your office. You close the door behind you and he goes, that went so great, honestly. I'm so shocked. I apologize hey, that I wasn't hey, more listen prepared. To me. Listen to me. There are Eyes and ears everywhere. We can switch to any messages you open message. I'm sorry. Yes. Keep everything in message or you can say things in code. Are we messaging? Kittle messages you. Yes, we are messaging. Okay, I'll just wait for Smite to relay everything to me. There are eyes and ears everywhere, Kittle. We need to be smart about this. I am hungover and I'm grumpy. I haven't eaten yet today and I don't want this to get fucked up. Well, if you haven't eaten here, and you see Smite pulls out um, a bag of trail mix. Want some? No. That's disgusting. Well, I will wait for Saloon. I'll let her know you said that. Uh, the three of you wait there for a moment, and you see kind of Smite awkwardly looking around. So this is where you've been working, huh? Yes, this is my office where I work. 
You like it? I don't know. The view is beautiful, is it not? I meant the job. Um, that is a interesting question. I think that Levitt is trying to, like, avoid this conversation as much as possible. Oh, I, you see, Smite kind of registers that and goes, ah, well, um, again, thank you. You guys have done so much for us. Just getting us up to here is huge. And once we get to the 75th floor, you can, you know. Well, I think that freelancers at the company should be supervised for a short amount of time, maybe a day, uh, to make sure everything goes smoothly and to make sure that they don't end up needing anything. A day? We're only going to be here for... And then Kittle elbows him and goes, oh, right, yes. Or any help um, might be needed. Maybe you need to understand our pipeline and workflows, Um, not something that someone like you, a freelancer, is what I mean, would understand. Well, I appreciate all your help for... I mean, Levitt. Well, who were you, what were you just going to call me? I, it slipped out. Uh, I just... Uh, someone else's name. <laughs> okay. I, it's... And then the, the door to the office opens. Two hot teas for the ladies. And Miss Maycare, I realized you didn't have anything for breakfast this morning. I thought you might want a breakfast sandwich. Thank you. That's perfect. With extra crispy bacon. Falu, you are the best person ever. Smite and narrows I, his eyes. <laughs> I do hand Smite um, a small black hot coffee. Perfect. <laughs> Taps in one gulp. Spoiling just the way I like it. Um, um, here are your passes. These should stand up to at least a day's worth of scrutiny. Can't promise that any re-entry would be wise. So, no smoke breaks. I <laughs> look at Smite. That... <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what? No, hey, that does track the The smell lingers on a jacket, is all I'll say. I, this is... I don't... Because I could have <laughs> hit up the dry cleaners with that outfit if you wanted me to. He messages you, <laughs> look... I am in the middle of a very stressful period of my life. I know that I am keeping a very brave and composed exterior, but I am freaking out. I would really appreciate your support, Philu. And he makes a point to say your name as properly as he can. I'm here, aren't I? I message back, and then I say out loud, I really shouldn't message with freelancers <laughs> and start a... Uh, tidying my desk. Breaking the, the code of message. <laughs> I, me- I message Philou and I say, um, yes, just so you're up to speed, uh, Philou, we are messaging in regards to what's happening and uh, speaking code if we are talking out loud uh, regarding what's happening. A message around, does anyone happen to know Thieves Count? Uh, just a little something I picked up I in know a little. college. <laughs> They teach thieves can at the university. Kittle looks at you. Kittle really <laughs> looks at you and goes, I'm not doing a major in thieves can. That's not taught there. Um, no, I, I already know thieves can. <laughs> I, mean, I can't certify that as a, a faculty member. <laughs> what are you two talking about? Nothing. Okay. I would never talk to anyone. <laughs> Listen, thank you for getting us this far. Um, I'm eager to continue our discussion on the observation deck 
Perhaps we can take a look around. And then me and my associate will be fine. You don't. I mean, you can leave us at that point. <laughs> oh, you were serious. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I he he well, looks to Kittle and you see them en- engage in some messaging. Actually, give me both of you give me insight checks. Okay. Ah. <laughs> ah. Perfect. Eleven. Five. So the two of you don't really clock fully what's going on here, but you do see Smite clearly exasperated, and you also see Kittle offering some sort of sympathy. So you're not really sure what they're talking about, but you see, you know, Kittle kind of does a little nod, and you see Smite take a deep breath, and then he looks at you and goes, All right, you guys lead the way. I think Levin notices, uh, Levin knows Smite well enough to know when Smite is stressed out. So I think that uh, Levin decides to take to be to be like as nice as possible uh for the time being listen freelancers typically are free to roam about the office and do the work um but i think it would make perfect sense if i were to follow you around and assist you for the day considering i don't have any big meetings to attend and be a part of i uh, I'd, be, I'd be happy to. What did you say? Sore spot. Speaking out loud. Oh wow! It like is a sore. It, it is a sore out. spot. I'm also recognizing that it is a sore spot for you. The first day of work, being here, and I'm being right. mm-hmm. there for you. Sorry. So I was hoping that the same could be done. Listen, I I guess I was trying to make it so that you guys weren't inconvenienced by having to stick around us all day. But I appreciate that you're offering so much help. I just want to make sure you don't fuck it up. The two of you look at each other for a long time, and Kittle goes, Jessica Chastain would love to see the observation deck. Could we start moving on that? Yeah, or... and I'll show you where the bathrooms are also. Thank you so much. Um, you guys have that little awkward moment and then decide to head up to the observation deck. Is there anything you guys want to do beforehand? Is there anything that you would like us to leave at your office um, or like... Is there anything that you want me to lock up for you? I think that um, Levid typically has the freedom to not show up after a big party okay. day. So I think that I ask Falu to make sure it looks like I hadn't been in my uh, my office today. Or if I stopped in, it was just to grab my work and work from home. Okay. So maybe just making it look like we weren't staying there. It's okay if we were seen, but... It, Mm. We're not staying there. Got okay. it. I like. I take um your papers that might have been like on your desk and put them in your um like inside of a drawer mm-hmm. so that it kind of looks like you like took your work home for the day. You guys clean up a little bit, head through the main floor here, and press the elevator button. After a moment, the doors open, and you see standing there Angelica. Oh my God, Hansel, and of course Michelle. Wow, what a coincidence. What are you doing on this floor? This isn't your floor. Um, oh, I must have hit the wrong button or something. I'm actually heading up to 99. Oh, for the meeting. Oh, no. I got a promotion, so, um... Wow. Yeah, when you left, me and Mr. Navar got to chatting. He said he really admired my work here at the company and how I kind of push you to be better than you normally are. Anyways, I'm going to be a project manager for special resource acquisition and allocation. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So you showed up to work on your first day of your promotion, super hungover, and I cast dissonant whispers on her. <laughs> Wisdom save? Seven, she fails. 17. <laughs> oh! 
My head! Ah! <laughs> How much damage do you deal? <laughs> Holy shit. She I screams and falls oh. to the ground. 3d6. <laughs> um, so that's eight points of damage. You see Hansel like rushes to her. Oh my God, are you okay? Oh, and she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll just I, take some more Tylenol. I already took like six, but I'm sure eight is fine. I look at the freelancers, smite kid and go, sorry, usually it isn't this messy. Wow. Yeah. Um, this makes me consider taking my business elsewhere. I promise the office culture isn't always like this. Yeah, it's oh. not It's not always so toxic. Well, who who is this guy anyways? What, what was your name again? Philip? Yes, that's me. I mean, no. My name is Flu. Right. I'm Miss Maycare's assistant. Oh, well, if you're good enough for Levitt, then you're definitely good enough for me. Maybe sometime we can meet and discuss some sort of opportunities here at the company. Angelica, why don't you concern yourself with feeling a bit better before you report to your new promotion. Um, um, looking at Levid, kind of giving her a glance that's like, of course I would never betray you. I go, Angelica, of course I'm happy to meet with anyone from the company who believes they could need assistance from me in any way. Uh, I'm sure that I could assist you in many ways. What? Speaking of, who is this tall drink of water. It looks at Smite. I turned to Smite and message him. Is she coming on to me? I think she's coming on to both of us and I'm really unnerved by it. I'm not sure what dynamic is here. What's your name? I'm Derek Norman. And this is Jessica Chastain. I'm Jessica Chastain. You may have heard of me. Uh, of course. I you guys my are temples. really huge in the business world right now. Totally. Uh, <laughs> Every, everybody is just lying through their teeth at each other. I'm just looking at everyone and realizing that I'm, like, the only, like, actual, like, business person. You and Fulu are the I'm most not, competent here. And I'm not even, like, that great. I'm just super charismatic. <laughs> and it, it occurs to me that all of this is psychotic and that everyone in this building, including everyone on floors 90 and above, are all full of shit. And we're all full of shit. She's been holding the door this whole time. She goes, oh, well, get in. Like, could talk more in here. Well, I ride it all up to 99. I think I want to, uh, as a cantrip, cast Vicious Mockery. You see that Smite sees you're going and um, puts a hand on your wrist as subtly as he can and goes, it was wonderful to meet you. Um, what was your name again? And you see she, Angelica, looks to Smite. Um, with this face that is clear, like she like lowers her sunglasses and looks at him and goes, "It's Angelica, Celestana." Ah, well, it was a pleasure meeting you. If you want to get in here already, we're in. Doom, Let's the doors go. close. <laughs> um, you guys begin to head up. Angelica, what else did Mister Maycare say to you last night? Uh, so many things, but mainly my work is incredible, and also that, like, you know, there's this is involving a super, super hush-hush company called Company O, and they are just thrilled to see someone of my potential. There's a there's an opportunity of me connecting with them on the long term. This is gonna be big for A. Oh, yes. Derek and Jessica. Was that not something that was on your briefing as well? 
Right, yeah. I, I know all about Company O. Um, did some business there myself. I, Jessica Chastain, also did business. Oh, how nice that we can all kind of, um, you know, uh, break bread about this real quick. If you'll be working on the potential project together. Yeah, I mean, like, wow. I'm going to be literally overseeing all of, like, the, you know, the product that's, like, coming in and, like, the assembly of it and stuff. These wow. O guys are really, really big on keeping things on the DL, but for you, I'd make an exception. And she looks to you, Levin. Well, that's fascinating, Angelica. Perhaps you could conduct more business during business hours rather than after hours with Mr. Maycare, your boss. Um, and I cast Vicious Mockery now. She rolled a nat 20. Uh. So she is not phased by the vicious mockery. She can't even be mocked. <laughs> she can't even be mocked. I don't really know what you're getting at, but cool. Uh, <laughs> the doors ding open on 75. Well, this is your stop. Uh, again, I'm going to be heading up all the way to 99. So maybe I'll catch you later and winks at you, Falu, and then winks at Smite, and then winks at you, and then looks to Jessica is there Chastain. Something in your and goes, eye? Jessica. so she's most intimidated by jessica (laughs) if you need me put her arms on her hips and go pleasure doing business with you as the doors close and you guys once again find yourselves on the 75th floor as described this is a kind of multi-tiered very open space there's a beautiful garden patio that circles it with like a glass circle that literally just overlooks the entire city there's a dais above you and several stairwells that lead to other like platforms where last night people were partying but now you see people doing some work you see um a scientist getting some coffee from a barista um the one in-house some other executives people who clearly also maybe go to the higher floors having a little meeting is there anything you guys want to do while you're here? What's Angelica's deal? Yeah, is she like in love with you or something? She's just, she's just such a bitch. Um, Was she hitting on us? I literally, she's one of those people in business where you can never tell if she's hitting on you, genuinely interested in you, or shitting on you. And I am infuriated by her existence. So abrasive. Yeah. And embarrassing. The secondhand embarrassment I feel being around her gives me anxiety. But what is this company O? And also, if she really does want to try and uh, pull robbery on you and take me as her assistant, then, well, maybe that could be uh, useful to us in some way. I mean, I could potentially get into that meeting if I'm her assistant by the end of day. She's gonna be in that I mean she's clearly on the project if you were to link up with her. Maybe you fake fire me around 3pm and I can get in there and open the door or something or you know I'm just saying we could work with it. She seemed interested in my capabilities which obviously I'm quite capable. Not that I would ever work for anyone who wasn't you. Are you looking to that meeting did you want us to do something to that meeting? I mean, we're going to try and use it as cover, but are we trying well, to do I something th- to them? I think that the meeting is a good distraction for everyone who would probably be on most of these floors, no? Like, I was thinking that we would stay as far away from that meeting as possible, but maybe you have a point. Oh. Well, I was thinking, you know, potentially, you know, we could um, 
help to either push it back. For example, if I were Miss Angelica's uh, assistant, I could say she, maybe she weren't available for another half an hour if we needed a little more time, or maybe we need to extend it or insert a break in there at some point. Just saying if there's any kind of timing needs, maybe that could be something I could help with. Yes, and Philou, for the record, I don't, I don't want to fire you today, and I think that if anything, maybe oh. you could slyly be having a meeting with her on, on your lunch break, wink, 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 um, like your how one does when one is looking for a new position at, with a new, you know, person. Is that what one is supposed to do? Yes, you take your lunch break, you go to a doctor's appointment, in quotation marks, and then you go have another interview. Oh. This is the kind of shit that's going on here. Devious. Devious. So, in any case, that could be the plan, but you're my assistant now, and I, yes. like, I quite like it. I don't actually want you to fire me. Please don't, actually. But I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea around here. If they've, if they've heard that, maybe they won't let you back in the building or something. I just yeah, I want you to stay close to me. I think that Levid feels like trying to control the situation as much as possible and feeling like the pressure of seeing Angelica. She has this promotion now. She's talking to my dad all night. Fuck. And I just want everyone to, if I feel like I need to, like, gain control on the situation again. She seems like she was bullshitting anyway. You think so? Maybe. I mean... Of course. She's an idiot. If she anyone is. actually promoted her, it's just to have her name on something. Mm. Anyway. You see Kittle at this point has her finger to her ear um, and goes, Inaneb, you getting this? And you see Inaneb speaks to her. Yes, I am getting this, bestie. It looks like there are several entry points that can be used outside of the alleviator. It's leaking. The audio is leaking. I can hear it. Can they hear me? Or is this a secret, secret convo between you and me, bestie? <sighs> yes, it's just a secret convo. Don't worry about it. Looks to you guys and goes, Shh. very sensitive. Only really wants to talk to me. It's nervous around people. What is this again? It's complicated. I honestly don't really get it either. Maybe we should talk louder so that the audio doesn't and no one can hear it if <laughs> other people are talking. It's not what that What do you loud? think of the view? And here you see Garbage Alley. <laughs> Pointing <laughs> If you down. squint. <laughs> Whoa, I know that place. Um, you guys do this moment as you see Kittle does a scan and then reports. It looks like there are several ways for me and Smite to make our way up. We can try my method. And she looks to Smite and Smite shakes his head thinking I'm not dimension dooring the two of us up to one <laughs> floor um, and not knowing what could be there. That There's also vents located I believe based on the structure up here vents <gasps> we can use and there may also be a way if you guys I mean she clocks the scientist if we wanted to perhaps upgrade our clearance. And how do you suppose we do that? Steal the scientist's oh, ID. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. <gasps> Interesting. I got very excited when you said go through the vents because I have a spell. Um, usually I use it for when um, the stacks of paperwork that I bring home to do off hours are so heavy that they hurt my back. But it is called reduce. And I could make someone very small. So small that they could maybe go through something like a pipe or under the crack of a door. Wow. Maybe probably not that small, but, but small. small. That's honestly a great idea. If we need to, we can split into pairs. Um, also, do... I do have the capability to disguise myself if 
just if we need that at any point. That's good. I do as well. My disguise, um, I mean, it looks to Kittle. We can keep doing this, but we have a limited time on our disguises. We should probably refresh in maybe 20 or so minutes. So what do we think? Do we try and get small and use the vents? Or do we try and sneak that clearance from the scientists? Are we doing both? Or I think we do a combination of both. Yes. I can only do one person small at a time for a minute. So it would be a situation where it was like maybe two of us went and we went one at a time and then maybe two t- take the disguise. Or- I also have a spell that I've used once or twice uh, here to get into locked places. Uh, so that could be helpful. I also have a disguise and I can also be very persuasive. Yes, we all know how persuasive you can be, Levin. <sighs> Look, let's, we'll quickly split. Me and Falu can go check to the bathrooms and see if we can access the vents. Neb is telling me that it may be a little complex to use them completely, but perhaps we can use them to just get a few more floors closer to our destination. And we can keep in contact with you guys via message. And um, maybe the two of you try and get clearance the old-fashioned way by stealing it from that guy. So that way we have kind of two, two ways of going about things. I have a question. Are we trying to go straight to floor 99 or are we going to try and um, knock out the security system or handicap it in some way because the elevator doesn't go to 99 so there's going to have to be some improvising there it's true not without any clearance essentially the elevator like locks like it's like it, it like you can in theory go up but like you have to like slide a card in and it'll be like you are approved to head up to those floors so you imagine could I, yeah, could go I ahead. use an ox bell for that? Unfortunately not. That's mm-hmm. only on like locked doors specifically. Okay. Again, I can dimension door, it just would be very risky. We might just end up nowhere. You know, we might like bump into something, get rejected, we might end up in front of something that we don't want to be ending up in front of. And uh, perhaps disabling security is actually a really good idea. Just thinking if we could maybe draw the scry eyes somewhere else or even have some sort of um we obviously don't want to raise alarms. So knocking out the system entirely is not a good idea. However, drawing the eyes somewhere, perhaps someone like, say, uh, high status like Angelica um, has a, a mental breakdown somewhere on floor f- 44 or what have you. That actually sounds like a brilliant idea. Also, I want... It's, it's still morning. This meeting isn't happening till end of day. I think we need to discover a few more things about the internal workings of the building. Recon first. Recon first. Mm. And then if we're shutting any security down, it is Happens later in the, the day. EOD. Mm-hmm. Closer mm. to EOD. Closer to EOD. Idea. Do you know what EOD means, Smite? Everything. Ha! Oh, he's serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Kittle goes... <laughs> 
Energize. Okay. Yep. Um, I knew that. I knew that. Yep. 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 We. I mean, in the engineering world, we just have different terms. Um. Okay. okay. So, Falu, can you write them a little list of terms that they'll need to know? I, need I do a little. It's like I'm teaching everyone thieves can't, but it's my office lingo. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I just do a quick refresher on all. EOD, oh, okay. circle back bandwidth. I'm literally things like, like this. When you I now want, get friendy. A. When I get you want to meet up, then you just send out circle back, circle back, and then we'll all circle back. Okay. So it's not hard. Got it. Circle back. Let's split up. No. Let's divvy up the tasks. Let's divvy up the tasks. Um, and delegating me and Levitt will go speak to the scientist. And you and Kittle will go investigate the events. And then once we establish that, we can get a feel for what we're looking at. And maybe plan the rest of this caper. He, he tries to make it work again. <laughs> Glocky deletes. Glocky deletes. When Smite said delegate the tasks, it was like hot. And then you said caper again. And it really was a boner kill. I'm not. Uh, I didn't say that out loud. That's my own thoughts. <laughs> um, that was all half right. Okay, Kittle. <laughs> you, I mean, Jessica. <laughs> you and Jessica Chastain head towards the bathrooms. Why don't you give me an investigation or perception check? I desperately want to disguise self as uh, Angelica. I desperately so want you to do that. <laughs> Just so that I could do the voice. <laughs> yes, I think that that needs to happen. Let it happen. It can happen whenever you guys make the dis- <laughs> the casting. Hell yes. Hell yes. 29 investigation. 29 investigation. You managed to find a vent that is obscured enough from the scry eyes that it could be used. It is located in the bathrooms. They're not legally allowed to put the scry eyes right. in the ladies' bathrooms. Right. They're in the men's. They're in the though. men's, weirdly. But <laughs> oh my kills, god! Kills like that is weirdly problematic. I don't even. <laughs> but okay, so we'll use the this one, and she gestures to the vent that you guys have found, um, which I'll tell you right now, mechanically means that you will avoid a certain number of floors. It does mean that you will split up to do so, but. You can definitely do it. And how big does the vent opening seem? Like human-sized? Or? It seems like you, if you reduce yourself, would fit. Smite. Kittle's okay. Kittle will be fine. Okay. And I'll say that Smite would struggle to get through. And Levid may be also okay. But you may have to cast the spell to get anyone else through. You could, cool. in theory, send Kittle through there and, and meet up with her also. Which is, you know, Kittle offers that. She's like, if you want. I can be the one who uses the vents. And if you want to stick with Levitt. Um... No, Miss Maycare is entrusting us to uh, do this task. So I will come with you. Okay. It would be wrong of me to send you ahead. Well, I appreciate you joining me. I will um, reduce myself. Okay. You shrink to essentially half your size, um, which makes you kittle sized. Um, <laughs> you are an elf, proportioned like an elf, but the size of. Uh, and this gets a halfling, but a gnome. Um, and you see, she looks at you and goes, Oh, wow, that's really nifty. I should learn that. Follow me. All right. Um, you uh, Give <laughs> me you. just a sleight of hand check to do this without causing a lot of noise. Yes. Or stealth check, I'll say. Okay. Dirty 20, stealth. You and Kittle enter into the fence, quietly sneaking forward. We're going to quickly cut over to Levid. You and Smite cross this extravagant 
observation floor, passing by executives, reading the Golden Gazette, um, drinking their specialty lattes. Um, you guys approach the kind of, you know, barista bar where you see just a little bit down that scientist, this very, very old gnomish man with bald head and two shocks of bluish gray hair coming out on the sides. Uh, very mad scientist-esque. He's got like very circular glasses on the on the roof of his nose, kind of pince-nez-esque. Um, old, old, almost like jaundiced kind of skin. Um, and he wears this impeccably clean lab coat uh, under which he's wearing some clothes that are not so impeccably clean. Clearly taking some notes and working on some sort of project. You see Smite settles down next to you. Again, still maintaining his disguise, brown hair, brown eyes. How do you want to do this? Do, do, do what? What are we doing? Did you not want a coffee? I mean, yeah, we can get a coffee, but we need to get the ID. I thought we were messaging. We are messaging. Okay, well, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, I realize that. You are messaging. <laughs> you're doing it right. Um, well, we just come up to the bar. We gotta, like, play cool, get a drink. I'll have a latte. Oh my god. Is that not what it's called? I always just get my coffee black. I'll have a latte with oat milk. I'll have one of those too, I guess. I've told Smite a lot. Sorry, Zola has told Smite a lot about oat milk, so he's at <laughs> least familiar with this. I've talked to him for maybe three or four hours. I'll have point. some of that oat milk. I do have to ask, though, was the oat treated with respect? Was it raised organically? What does the barista say? Uh, you see that um, the barista, a halfling, goes. Um. Yeah. It's. It's an oh. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get. I'll get those <laughs> for you. <laughs> Nervously looks at the two of you and begins to make your drinks. As you see again, the scientist scribbling loudly just on the bar. Thank you. Oh, what was your name? Uh, Byli. Oh, thanks, Byli. Can I just get a little? little dash of, of symbol syrup in that? Of Just course. like a little tiny bit. Of course. Thank you so much. And what is that gentleman having? He's just having an espresso. Um, can you send him a biscotti from me? Okay. Sure. Byline and nice. I like set myself up to be facing him with smites back toward him at the bar. Mm. You send over the biscotti. He looks up. Oh, wow. Who? I I give a little wave and a little wink. My. Puts puts the biscotti gently down next to the coffee. Thank you for the biscotti. I, um. What did you just walk us into? Um, I don't think I do. I don't say anything back. I just kind of like wink and like nod and pretend to be talking to Smite. He returns the wink and then looks to Bylai um, and signals him over. Um, and you see Bylai goes over and the two talk for a moment, hands something to Bylai. Bylai comes back to you and goes, um, the gentleman wanted me to give you this. And he puts a speaking stone number in front of you. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Did you just get that guy's number in front of me? Asking the bartender to give your number to someone is so not slick. You look over and he's so nervous. He's, <laughs> he's like, oh God, why did I do that? Smite looks you in the eyes and goes, you got this. I saunter over and sit down next to him. Okay. And as... Oh, hello. 
And as I walk over, I kind of like do a little like hair flip and try and like look as like, you know, beautiful as I can as I walk over and sit down. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, you look, you see his name tag. It says Jerk Burklark. Hi, Jerk. How are you today? I'm doing great today. Big day for the company. I know. I sent you over the biscotti. I'm, I'm so... I'm so proud of the work that you guys have been doing. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. I, I know we haven't spoken, but I've seen you a lot around. And um, I know that you have such a big, important place in this project. <gasps> and I really appreciate uh, all of the work that you've been doing for Glockheed. It, it means a great deal that the project that I've brought or that we have brought together here is being stewarded by such an accomplished scientist such as yourself and I am casting fast friends on him. Okay, he rolls a wisdom save. Mm -hmm. Natural two. Yes! Uh, He goes, oh, well, thank you so much. I I really appreciate all the praise. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry about giving my number before. I'm recently... My wife left me. I'm trying to re-enter the field. Listen, no worries at Which, all. If we're, well, you know, we're friends. I feel like I could tell you these things. You're right. I and I, I might have given you the wrong impression, silly no, me, by it, winking at you, and and that's my fault. I don't I, want it to be, you know, no, I uncomfortable understand. work. I appreciate thing. the I'm sorry for making you uncomfortable. But I'm so Let's excited. Let's just be friends. Yeah, I'm so excited that we're talking and like we can get closer. It's, ah. It means a lot to wow, me. Wow, it's all happening so fast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Listen, I was wondering, I know that you have this big important part right, in, yes. in today's meeting, in this project. I'd love to know more about the specifics of where you've taken this. Oh. So I was wondering if... Um, I really shouldn't be talking about it out, out loud. Totally, totally. And we, if you want, we can message. But I was hoping... I, I met last night. There's this freelancer that I have with me that I'm wor- who's working under me. Um, not in that way. Not in that way. It's not a sex <laughs> That's thing. That's none of my business. No, 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 it's no. not a sex thing. You see, somebody comes over. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Normalman, nice to meet you. Normalman. I, my eyes, my eyes don't actually roll, but they roll so far back. Jerk in my head. Jerk Burklark. <laughs> Derek, this is Jerk. Um, he nice is one of you. the. He's one of the main scientists on the project, and. Um, uh, I was just wondering, uh, Jerk, if you wouldn't mind showing myself and Derek up to where you're doing a majority of your research and development. Um, I think it would be a great opportunity for us to understand more from an admin perspective uh, what you're trying to achieve so that we can um, help to facilitate your needs more. Give like, how can we help you more? He looks to you. Well... You've been so kind, I'll, I'll happily show you the projects I'm working on. Follow me. Um, and you see he pops up out of his seat, tips Barley, and um, looks like he's going to head towards the Oliviator. Great. We follow him and we kind of whisk him because I understand I don't have, I have. You have an hour. Up to an hour, but I want to get this quickly done. Got it. 
you head into the elevator and simultaneously we get a cross cut of of the two of you as you're schmoozing <laughs> over biscotti you see me <sighs> dripping Sweating. in sweat oh my god <laughs> grease I'm sorry. stains all our spiders on my face <laughs> internet why didn't you tell me that this was a heat vent I'm sorry, I did not know. It's filthy up here. God, they really need to clean. And we I'm cut over. I'm <laughs> everything. As you're going, you're cleaning it. Um, everything. You shouldn't do that. You gotta. They need to pay you for the work that you're doing, Falou. It's fine. I'm up here anyway. No. <laughs> As you guys are moving up, um, you give me a survival check, Falou. We'll start with that. Okay. I uh, luckily have Miss Maycare's bardic if I need. Okay, yes, I'm going to use the bardic because mm-hmm. it was a 10 plus 4, 14. Okay, you begin to navigate these vents. It's dusty, it's dark, but your dark vision allows you to see easy enough as you begin to make your way through and upward towards a higher floor. Meanwhile, the elevator doors do close and you see that jerk presents his lanyard and scans it up against one of the scanners and you see authorization granted and the doors close and you guys begin to head upwards further past the observation floor. It goes up for two floors before it opens to a sprawling laboratory. He goes, I'm working on many, many exciting things here. In fact, I just finished perfecting my magnum opus, Glug. And he begins to lead you into this hectic alchemic laboratory. Um, as you and Smite realize, this man is not working on anything that would be helpful to you, but it has at least gotten you access to a higher floor. <laughs> and that is where we'll end our session today. <laughs> she just screaming and scratching on the door. My cat needs to leave the studio, so we have to end the <laughs> episode, go. gang. Sorry, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. And if you would like to become one of those Eldritch patrons, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod and let's give a quick thank you to of course the lovely people who give us our sound effects we've got michael gelfie sorco soundscapes and of course freesound.org who provides a vast library of sounds so check all that out Uh, any plugs you two follow us on our socials try not to die pod um hashtag tndt tuesday guys hell yes get it trending Get it uh, trending. Not that these people need any more um, encouragement or plugging from anyone, but we just watched binge watched all of Rings of Power so far, <laughs> and I'm fucking obsessed with it. Yeah, we do really love it. Not gonna lie, love that show. Love it. Love that show. We don't will discuss. Pro- we don't love Jeff Bezos. We do love Galadriel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it. Straight. The barrier has been drawn. Um, well, if we don't have any other plugs, until next time. All hail our Eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Alana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and our producer Daddies, Becca Mount, Sam Golden, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.